just uploaded exclusively for patrons of Marler House. Dean submits his encounter about something dangerous in the woods. Mel tells of her haunting car ride with her father when they encounter a faceless ghost. JC tells the story of a dark figure and asks, what was it? An anonymous contributor tells of a haunted house she grew up in. G. Michael Vasey visits an old hotel where his family is visited by an old man in Scotland. And another anonymous fan tells of a terrorizing vision he had while on a date, describing my girlfriend's ghastly friend. Turn down the lights, close your eyes, and come with me as together we step into the weird darkness. In May of 2000, my friends and I were out walking on an early evening. My friend Dave wanted to go to the cemetery just for fun. We wanted to get spooked, I guess, so we agreed. We went through all the graves and I found it creepy and felt as if someone was watching me from far away. So I looked behind me and I thought I saw someone hiding behind a tree but I thought my mind was playing tricks on me, so I didn't say anything. My friends were gathered around a tombstone. They found it interesting because it had some markings on it. Me and my friend Rachel went on to wander around when all of a sudden we heard someone crying out in the woods. We decided to go out and see what was going on. We were halfway into the woods when my friend saw something behind a bush she was scared to go see what it was, so I went first, and as I was walking, I saw two green eyes looking right at me. I just started screaming, and I grabbed my friend who was petrified, and we ran all the way back to the car. My other friends were still out in the cemetery, and we quickly called them over to the car. I said that something dangerous was out in the woods, and they quickly ran to the car, and we sped away. While we were in the car, me and Rachel explained to them what happened. All of a sudden, we halted. My friend who was driving saw the exact green eyes I saw in the forest right up by a tree we had passed. To this day, we still don't know what was out there. The very next day, we called the police and they didn't find anything. This incident happened to my daughter about 15 years ago, which would put her at the age of 13. Her father and she had been visiting friends for the day. They had left the friend's place at around 11 to head home. They were driving down a road that doesn't see much traffic at that time of night. My daughter and her father were talking about a trip they were going to take the next day. All of a sudden, up the road in the headlight, was a woman walking alongside of the road. This was early September when the evenings get very cool. She had on shorts and was carrying something. When the car was about 20 feet behind her, 
she stopped walking and turned around as if to see who or what was coming down the road. When the car got to about 10 to 12 feet from this woman, my daughter and her father were stunned to see that this lady had no face. She was holding a blanket and there was movement under the blanket as if a baby was kicking. She was facing the vehicle as they passed her. Needless to say, my daughter and her father just looked at each other without saying a word. My daughter said her father was as white as a sheet. They never mentioned this incident for a long time. My daughter has many times tried to talk to her father about it, but he will always change the subject. can't remember how old I was when I saw something at the foot of my bed. I saw an apparition standing there. It was so dark that I can't tell you too much about it. It seemed to be dressed in a flowing robe of some kind. I lay there without saying anything and felt something touch my left foot. I lay paralyzed, unable to move. To this day, my left foot is larger than my right foot. While I am not ambidextrous, I shoot a rifle left-handed and am right-handed in everything I do. To this day, I still don't know what it was. We moved into our house on Halloween Day 2002. It's located in Downeast, Maine, about a mile and a half from the seashore. It was built in the 1880s, and at one time it was pretty famous for chicken canning. One of the sons of the former owners was killed in action in World War II. We have love letters he wrote his three-month bride before he was killed right before the end of the war, 1945. The older gentleman who lived in the house prior to the people we bought it from actually died in the house, and it was a few days before anyone found him but it appears a young girl is haunting the place and we don't know who she is or why. I have seen her and my father has seen her. The property also seems to be haunted because you walk by the windows and I don't know how many times we've seen someone out in the fields around the house, walking towards the old goat pens, only to double back to look and see no one. The person in the field is wearing a white shirt and black suspenders. Here's some of the weird things we've encountered. We were doing renovations, having the roof replaced and having a dormer put in the upstairs bathroom. One day, when the workers were not there, my father and I were the only people in the house. I was upstairs in my bedroom and my dad was downstairs in the library, directly below my room. There was a staircase that runs down the wall outside my door. He was sitting in his chair opposite the door and saw a girl come down the stairs, turn away from him, and go into the dining room. He thought it was me, so he called out to me, but I was upstairs and hadn't moved. About 20 minutes later, it happened again. We got up and searched, but no one was around except us. The night I saw her, I was laying in bed looking out the window when I felt someone standing over me. I looked to the side without moving and saw her face hovering over my bed. 
Hear the entire episode by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash marlerhouse or visit WeirdDarkness.com and click on Become a Patron.